everybody out there in comic book land. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don, and if you're listening to this, you can only be here for one reason, and it's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you by Comic Book Click, and as always, I am never alone. Sir, please introduce yourself. I'm finally Dan the Comic Man, people. Dan the Comic Man, formerly known as Dan the Comic Book Movie Man. Uh, yeah, today we're covering a comic, but how the hell have you been? Dan, how, how, how's things? Well, it's been an exciting weekend, you know, uh, working on some projects that we have to keep hush-hushed. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Some big things Big coming. things are coming, yes, people. You have no idea how much big things are coming. But uh, As of this recording, Avengers beats uh, Avatar in the domestic oh, uh, Yes, yes, I mean, it hasn't yes. beaten Force Awakens yet, domestically. So right now, I think it's the second highest grossing yeah, movie Force domestically. Force Awakens is still number one, but it beat Avatar. Yeah, it's, a, it's the one-two punch. It's the one or the one-two punch we're waiting for. Once it, uh, I guess, uh, beats the worldwide. Come on, guys, just $200 million. I know it sounds a lot, but it's not really a lot if everybody just goes to the movies, like, today. Eight, just 800 million times. If everyone <laughs> just goes uh, that many times, uh, we'll be all right. Uh, how do you feel about that whole, um, the, what, what do you think of the odds that it's, it's actually going to beat Avatar? I think it has a well, good shot. If it still stays in theaters by maybe the midsummer, like, at least till July... Then yeah, I think we have a chance of beating Avatar. I'm a little you worried. Think, you think it, there's a you think we have a chance of it being uh, around at the same time as Spider Man? Far from home? Yeah. Oh. It it might. If it still stays in theater well, how long are usually movies in theaters? How long I feel like Black Panther was in theaters. Black for a Panther very was in theaters time. for like half of its year though. But really- what what is I what is that a deal that it's made with the theaters? I think the I'm, theaters I don't know buy that. About this. Yeah, I think the theaters <laughs> buy how many prints they they sell? I, but uh, other than that, yeah, I don't know if it's gonna stay in theaters for the summer. Depends on how much it still goes. I know it. Uh, it didn't do so good on John Wick three and Detective Pikachu's opening weekend. Like, yeah, they they did. I think fifty three million. Yeah, on their... well, John Wick dethroned it this weekend for the first time. Yeah. Um, and the Detective Pikachu did really really good numbers. Yeah, I'm actually actually want to see that one. I'm not gonna lie, that actually looks really interesting. Yeah. But as far as I know, yeah, the John Wick three dethroned it. Uh, yeah, interesting things have been happening a lot lately, like uh, the certain rumor of the casting of Batman. Oh man! Wait, uh, this is—it's a, a rumor. It's not set in stone. Well, th- I'm pretty sure it's set in stone, but uh, I think people want it to be a rumor. <laughs> I kind of hope it's set in stone. I—I I don't mind a yeah, younger Batman, especially that young. That'd be the youngest Batman we have. People are talking about. Um, Warner Brothers casting Robert Pattinson. Am I saying that right? Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Pattinson, of uh, of Twilight fame, but un- that might be unfair. This man has no, uh, yeah, a eclectic Twilight film fame career. Um, but that I think is his most highly regarded role, or True. at least the one that made him famous. Because you could be, you can have mainstream movies and then also have a, you know. No, that was his breakout performance. That's where yeah. we all because he was in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Like there was two years prior. Up until Emma Stone had a couple of these recent movies, I used to say from Superbad. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like. Whenever I introduce Robert Pattinson, whenever I say, like, talk about Robert Pattinson, the movie I always bring up is Remember Me. Okay. Because that's my favorite performance of him. It was just so. He was a broken, misguided character. And that's who Batman is a yeah. broken, misguided character. And speaking of broken, that basically broke the internet and broke the fandom in half. Uh, half of uh, the fandom out there saying, give him a shot. Well, the other half are disregarding. I mean, they, they're Look saying Look how many people they didn't like Ben Affleck or Michael Keaton when they were Batman, when they were casted. Yeah. There was a whole newsletter about Michael Keaton 
in the newspaper, like, let's not cast him as Batman or Warner Bros. is doing a bad job. The Batman character is incredibly versatile, though, just like Spider-Man. Look, look at how many oh, different... Yeah. And not even um, just live action. Like, I, what I'm more talking to is, like, I loved uh, Spider-Man the Animated Series. And since then, there's been about four, I want to say, different shows that have taken place that I don't watch. But each one of those is somebody Spider-Man show. You know, oh, like yeah, like mine's a spectacular Spider-Man. Right, That's and to some favorite. people, Ultimate Spider-Man is is their jam, which is a really just, good. And I'm not gonna lie. Right, and to some people, it's the one that I saw as a kid, uh, the um, animated series. And to no one, it's Spider-Man Unlimited. But still, you know, like everyone, to no one, it's <laughs> everyone has their own. Everyone has their own <laughs> thing, and it's the same thing with Batman. Even animated, we got Batman the animated series, the Batman, look at, Batman, yeah, look at the Bold. Batman, Batman, the Bold, exactly, yeah. or, or the Batman, like where he looks like fatter and drawn like chunky in the cheeks. Different, different um, flavors of Batman, but all the same. It's all ice cream. We sat through years of Gotham. If we can sit through years of Gotham and tolerate Bruce Wayne at five years old, then yeah. we can sit through Robert Pattinson. I say, give him a chance. We don't know. That's coming out in 2021, I want to say, but the Batman. I can't believe Ben Affleck walked off that project. I mean, I don't think it was that that, that simple. I think there had to have been a bunch of stuff. No, because there had the, to. Have to been. my knowledge, that's the only reason why he signed on, was to was direct, to his, direct own his own Batman, Batman movie. movie. Which is like, that is the ultimate uh, little perk on a contract, right? Like, not only do you get to play the hero that you want to, but you get to direct it. Like, that's... I, I think he was going to write it as well. Anybody in the, the Viewerskew universe, anybody in that realm of, of Kevin Smith movies have a perfect opportunity to either write or direct any kind of comic book film. Yeah. Like, Kevin Smith has been working on Arrow, Flash? Yes. I'm actually surprised that uh, Matt Damon hasn't been in, the, like, any universe. But he did play Loki in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. And I guess uh, Jason Bourne is his own. Yeah, Jason Bourne his would be like kind of superhero. Yeah, his own like Winter Those Soldier kind of. Amazing though, right? I have not one bad word to say. Yeah, but I say I say give him a chance, people. Definitely give him a chance, um, and, please. And I think this is the biggest one. I I saw somebody say something similar online, but I'll paraphrase. And it's basically the idea of if you don't like it, in ten years we'll have another Batman, <laughs> and it'll be you know we'll be right back true, at it. Like true. What, we got Jack Nicholson for Joker. Then we got Heath Ledger. And remember how many people hated Heath yeah. Ledger for Joker. Yeah. And then we got Jared Leto. Right. So we don't you have to worry about enough. Jared Leto being a crappy Joker because not only do we have two previous ones, but in a few years, we'll we're get a new get, Joker. We're literally getting one this year. We're no, literally no, getting a Joker Joaquin movie. Phoenix. Exactly. We're literally getting a Joker movie this year. So that, that just goes to show you, like, none of this stuff is set in stone and it's also other people's ideas and interpretations of these characters it's like it's not like jack kirby and and tom king themselves were writing these scripts or directing these movies these are these are filmmakers that are trying their hardest to adapt thousands upon thousands of comic book stories into a a two-hour movie do you think that um this is this young bruce wayne meant to be the young ben affleck bruce the young ben yeah Maybe uh, it still exists in that world, right? Like the, this DCEU. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. No... At, this, at this point, they had said on several different occasions, like you know, we're we're like out of that business, and then it's like, were you out of that business, or did you go out of yeah, business? Yeah, no, they, they went <laughs> out go, of business. Yeah, did you go out of business? Um, which is a damn shame when you see the colossal. Um, you know, uh, feat that is in um Endgame and Infinity War. You know. Um, no, yeah. So and to know that they are throwing in the towel on that, but I wonder if this has any 
connectivity to anything else. It just else. breaks my heart so much. Is like, to me, and I don't know, I can't speak for other people, but to me, the Justice League is the most iconic superhero team of yeah. all comic books. Yeah. The most iconic seven you've ever seen in one team. And when the Guardians of the Galaxy have a higher profile, that's The that's Guardians not, of the Galaxy has a not, higher profile. That's bananas. That's absolutely bananas. And this wasn't even the original Guardians. No. <laughs> this was a Guardians that nobody knew. Right, so they had to teach them all from scratch, and they basically, you know... And it yeah. blew it out of the water. How bananas. Justice League flopped so hard is just um, mind-blowing, heartbreaking, and just a damn crime against anything. They're saying a bunch of other rumors about uh, the Penguin probably being in this and Catwoman, which, I mean, that harkens back to my favorite, but also maligned uh, Batman film. Uh, he killed so many what is people it? What in is that, that Batman movie? Returns? He killed so many people. Eh, he was going through a lot. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Yo, it really is a Christmas movie. Yeah, man. I it's have a, Batman, to, I it's a Batman Christmas movie. I keep forgetting that actually is a bat, an official Batman Christmas movie. There's something eerie and, go- and gothic about all the Tim Burton stuff. When you add the Christmas element too, it's just the right amount of Nightmare Before Christmas. And uh, That's Batman. where Tim Burton shines. Yeah, His Christmas Batman. movies. Edward Scissorhand uh, was a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. He, he so he that. shines with Christmas movies. Yeah, he like he likes doing. I I think he had li- literally just did Edward Scissorhands before he did. Uh, yeah, Batman. Edward. But and like I'm saying, when you got the Clooney Batman, and not to say that he did anything wrong, but just that characterization of it, Ben Affleck looked amazing. But parts of that characterization, I think, are also kind of busted. Um, we're literally we're 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 that guy with the uh, stethoscope on the safe. We're I just going to keep turning the dial until we, we hear the click. You know, like we haven't clicked yet, but Batman is eventually going to click. And who knows? This might be the one that I mean, clicks Even Christian for Bale wasn't perfect. And like you said, everybody's got their own vision of what, who Batman's going to be. So literally, all you have to do is wait and you will get your version to of me, Batman. To me, I feel anybody can put on that cape. It, it, all, of, it all accounts to jaw structure yeah. and voice. But I feel anybody can put on that suit if they look. Kilmer was damn near blonde. Yo, he was. Like, that's the most light-haired Batman we've ever gotten. And it was also the weirdest Batman we ever got because he had his mouth open every scene. Yeah, I mean, every scene, he was just like, uh, uh. I mean, this is this is probably going to haunt me, but Val Kilmer has a pretty mouth. So, that, he, was, <laughs> he was probably just out there trying to flaunt his stuff where he was getting paid for, his moneymaker. He was out there uh, trying to do that. He did have a great voice, though, with Batman. Yeah. I can't deny that Val Kilmer's voice when he was in the suit wasn't good. Like it was just it was it it wasn't like that, um it was stoic in a way. Right. Like he just talked normal, yeah. but it just sounded like something Bruce Wayne would sound like if he talked, just like without emotions. I don't see Bruce Wayne as a person, even though he's and you see very Patterson emotional. doing that. Yeah, yeah. Because Pat like Patterson, I, anybody that hasn't seen a Robert Pattinson movie besides oh, hi, here's, here's, here's an idea. With you being the movie buff, do you have recommendations for those out there? Uh, maybe not even doubting, but just to get a little bit more of an affirmation. That, yes. Um, All right. Netflix has a movie it. called Life. On Life. You hear and it's people? starring Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. You can look for the movie Cosmopolis, Cosmopolis, and then obviously the one I said before, Remember Me. Those are three movies that if you want to see a misguided, distraught, emotionally disturbed, or a genius billionaire riding around town in a limo, yeah. watch those three movies. Okay. It'll definitely give you more of a key, a clue of who Robert Pattinson is as far as acting goes. He's not the sparkly vampire you remember from 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm telling you that now. He was young, and even he hated those movies. So if he hated those movies but was just looking for a paycheck, then I can't be mad at him. Also, I, I heard that he doesn't like working out, but he put his ass on the oh, line yeah, to yeah. work out for this role. Like, he hates 
the whole idea of working out. He doesn't mind being his skin. Yeah, I heard himself. it had. Yeah, he was dealing with like body issues with Twilight and stuff. And yeah, so yeah. he so for him to put his body on the line just to please you fans, please give him a chance. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna ask. Just a different interpretation, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely into it. And I think it's that's the perfect segue because oh, that is the a book, perfect. The book that we're here to talk about today is literally just that. It's literally somebody else's interpretation of I guess you'd say two. Uh, classic kind of um, characters in Marvel. We often get uh, slight criticism that we get a little DC heavy on this, and that's because, to be honest... I'll bring the Marvel out of you guys. Don't well, worry. <laughs> well, we find, we, I think we've had some very marvelous episodes, but I... I, I definitely um, want to talk Runaways in the future with you, maybe yeah. Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, yeah, I've done the Runaways. I don't think I've done Cloak and Dagger yet. My biggest... I guess my biggest sadness when it comes to the Marvel TV is I have not seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so, Me neither have I. I have to get on it so and badly. And so I feel like I'm I'm doing them a disservice. But, um, you know, coming down the pike, I can reveal this. We're going to have an episode basically uh, eulogizing the Marvel Netflix shows. Where we're going to be able to send them off because we're, they're never coming back at this point. And they're uh, really and even if they good. Do, yeah, and even if they do, it'll be two years. And I feel like... All of the memories will be gone and out of our heads. And so right here on the Major Issues Podcast, we'll do our diligence to uh, say our goodbyes to um, Marvel Netflix. But the comics sometimes um, have these tremendous runs and it's really hard to know when to jump in. And uh, it gets intimidating. And DC may not be 100%, you know, easy or have the best continuity, but it was just easier for me to jump in on certain characters where um, Marvel, it just felt like, uh, I needed more of a guide. And I've had that guide through guys like GT and guys like um, Yogi, who are, are big Marvel heads. And, um, but sometimes I like to digest miniseries, um, shorter stories that don't necessarily make or break continuity. Um, we've covered the Vision comic here, um, and that's a perfect example of that. Oh, then I definitely think you should get into the Irredeemable Ant-Man. If you yeah. want to see, like, especially to, if we're talking about like characters That's and O'Grady, different people, right? Eric O'Grady. Eric O'Grady. Yeah. He was a he's a asshole Shield agent. Yeah. Who while Shield is being invaded by Hydra, he stole the suit to run away. Oh. Dear. And then he just kept the suit. And now he's just a scumbag. Uh, yeah, well, he had. That's why it's called the Irredeemable Ant-Man because he's trying. He's not the typical hero. Yeah. But he tries. But he still is an asshole. There's yeah. a cover. I think like the fourth or third issue. The actual cover is him using the Ant-Man suit to spy on a girl in the shower. Oh my god! He's sitting on the shower head while she's showering. Yeah, and he's in the Ant Man suit. That, hilarious. I honestly do like that part of it. I, I, you know, um, Spider Man has such a humongous history that it felt easier and more natural to jump in on Miles Morales. Yeah, for me personally, um, I do love a lot of Spider Man stories, but I feel like I've grown with Miles because I've read his progression, and he's still progressing. Whereas Spider-Man, there's not really many. See, that's how I feel about the Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, that that was was one of my first like issues where I ever read all 45 issues in like a weekend. Yeah, and I fell in love with Doc Ock as Spider-Man, where that almost became my definitive Spider-Man. It's definitely a cool. It's definitely a cool iteration, and people like Ben Riley when Ben Riley showed up. You understand? Oh yeah, like that was that was their guy to a lot of people, and um, I think Marvel really excels at that. It really excels at like the different Earth versions look at spider gwen you know like that's a gwen stacy they just decided to say like on another world you know almost an elseworlds kind of story but you know elseworlds dc yeah but um you know what would have happened if this happened or like the marvel what if in many ways but instead oh, of it being hypothetical instead of being, being hypothetical it's literally happening just on another earth and uh, so um in 
looking for those uh, kind of crazy mashups and those crazy characters, I found Cosmic Ghost Rider. And I'm so glad he made me read. Well, not made. I'm so <laughs> glad he got me to read this because I love this, well, this the, thing. The thing is, um, we sat here last week, um, a little bit after we turned off the mics, and we tried to sit here and come up with the next comic because, full transparency, we were supposed to be covering Heroes in Crisis. Um, me and Yogi were supposed to be covering Heroes in Crisis on the cast, and DC does what DC's been doing lately and postponed the uh, last issue to the end of this month. the very last issue? Yeah, to the end of this month. Um, And I'm currently going through the heartbreak of not being able to cover Doomsday Clock, the Watchmen DC crossover, because it's been delayed. I'll get my Song of Fire and Ice books before you (laughs) get your Doomsday Clock. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that was supposed to be a year. It came out two Novembers ago, and it was supposed to hit a year last November. And it's at issue nine, I think, coming out with ten. And it's May. So... Um, we can't, we're trying to figure out what, what could fill the slot. It has to be comic related because we like to, you know, make sure we're giving a heavy balance of comics and comic book media. Um, and we had a lot of good ideas on the table, but a lot of them were really hefty, really deep, really, uh, existential. Some of them stories that we really want to get into and we will get into into future episodes, but with the, with all of this Endgame stuff that we dealt with, and then the Umbrella Academy, all the stuff that we dealt with last week with uh, covering the Umbrella Academy, all enjoyable, but very, very, very heavy. And so I suggested that we cover um, Cosmic Ghost Rider because while I do think it might have slightly heavy themes, uh, I just think it's it's a blast. I think it's it's uh, fun. So oh, no, it um, has a lot of existential themes. There's a yeah. there's a lot of like dark moments in these issues, but it still was very fun. Yeah, it was very like it didn't take itself seriously in a way, and everything just felt uh, inconsequential. So yeah. it was good to read. Yeah. So um, I found out that Cosmic Ghost Rider actually debuted in. I, I had originally read his five issue miniseries, which we're we're talking about today, written by Donny Cates, and um, that I read that and I fell in love. And since then, he's been. I, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy for a little. Like he had like a little stint with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I think he uh, met other members of the Marvel Universe at this point. And now he has a a book out called um, Cosmic Ghost Rider Ruins the Marvel Universe. Where I think he he's telling his son stories about Cosmic Ghost Rider if he placed them into real actual big moments in Marvel's history. Um, and that's really, really good as well. But that he actually debuted in the Thanos comic. There's a storyline called uh, Thanos Wins. Yeah, I got to pick that up. I'll yeah, and, and so it plays with the idea that what if Thanos were to win? And um, it gets so crazy where the old Thanos actually um, sends Cosmic Ghost Rider to go get new Thanos um, and bring him to the future. And that's the first time that we meet him. And so you don't know who he is. And he just, the design is crazy, right? This is this flaming head. Now his in bike this, uh, is awesome. It yeah. has like this blue wheel, giant blue wheel on the front, like the long pistons on the side. It's great. I yeah. love it. So with the Ghost Rider, you know, comes all kinds of crazy uh, skills and powers because they're, you're literally taking your powers from hell. You know, um, you've made a deal with the devil, Mephisto, or whatever kind of version that you want to uh, play with. As long as it's universe. not the 2006 version of the movie, then Who we're was, good. Oh, wasn't that just like some guy in a suit? Wasn't that? Or was that it Wes was, Bentley? It was Peter Fonda that played oh, just yeah, the devil, and uh, Wes Bentley played was his Blackheart. Yes, 
Blackheart. Yeah. Yes, Wes Bentley played Blackheart, and uh, Peter Fonda was just the devil. I think I don't think he was actually Mephisto. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I wonder if they own Mephisto because you got all that, all those kind of issues too, right? Like at the time, Ghost Rider was that was in a straight up Marvel film. Uh, no, it was uh, I think it was 20th Century Fox. It might have been. Yeah. Because I know, like, uh, whatever, like, this was, yeah, because this was before DC and, um, not DC, MCU and Disney, DC, Disney, this is before all Disney that. Disney CU. <laughs> so all we got was 20th Century Fox, which was X-Men, you know, we had, um, Ghost Rider, uh, Elektra, Daredevil, uh, yeah, Daredevil, all that. And, uh, of those, I did like Fantastic Four, so don't crucify me, people. I was, I was still a, a kid. I was 12 years old. So just with the idea of, um of being having the Ghost Rider abilities. You automatically get uh, immense superhuman strength, stamina, agility, uh, superhuman reflexes, endurance, and durability. Enhanced Hellfire chain. Uh, you, uh, you get enhanced Hellfire chains, motorcycles, cars, swords, shotguns, inner, invulnerability to fire, heat, lava, and flames, um, resurrection, immortality, regeneration, accelerated healing factor, ability to project regular or ethereal flames, ability to travel uh, interdimensionally through realms and along any surface. We've seen him drive up and down buildings. Was that what? what was that the first Ghost Rider film? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what happened was uh, he was he was arrested, uh-huh. and he he broke himself out of prison. And then you just see him just ride his bike literally out of a window, and then just fall down. Use the chains to latch onto something not great not a great film but great effects i think i've always liked the ghost rider design i'm not gonna lie the movie the movie when i was a young when i was younger was entertaining it wasn't bad i didn't find it bad at all and then the older i got and i started we started getting mcu it's like crap marvel really wasn't good didn't have good comic book movies really yeah that's the problem with the mcus we're so used to this just amazingness, this passion. Everybody takes these movies seriously and, and to heart. Yeah, that you can't even... Yeah, that it's, it's become a whole nother game. Yeah, so when you look back on everything that was before the MCU, you're like, wait, this stuff wasn't actually good at all. And so people understand the, the, like, the idea that the Ghost Rider is the spirit of vengeance, literally the embodiment of, the I guess, God's wrath, devil's vengeance, all that stuff, um, on Earth, sent to destroy and... Uh, get rid of all the sinners. Oh, so he I'm did guessing. play Mephesto, sorry, uh, Peter Fonda, but ah. it's, it's not Mephesto, it's Mephestoopheles. Like, I, I, uh, if you want to read how that, that long Greek name... Oh, yeah. Mephestoopheles. That's that exactly what it looks like. And then when you click on it, it's just Mephesto. Mephesto, yeah. So yeah, he did play Mephesto. Terrible, terrible. But the the I guess what you would call the biggest or the greatest uh, power of the Ghost Rider as the, displayed on both films is the penance there. I love the penance there, and I think the movie did it really good. Um, I'm going to read the description of the penance bit there from uh, Thanos issue 15, which is where the, they go into a little bit more depth of the Cosmic Ghost Rider. But it says... That's one of my favorite panels of the Cosmic Ghost Rider. I know what you're about, exactly about to talk about. It says, um, the Ghost Rider's penance there is said to be the great demonic equalizer. For no matter how large the sin or how powerful the sinner... To stare into the gaze of the writer is to know absolute sorrow and despair. It delivers back upon those who fall under its thrall. Every moment of torture and pain its victim has unleashed upon the innocent. For many, the writer's penance is the last thing you'll ever see. For uh, so powerful is the regret and heavy is the woe that they carve out their own eyes. Lest they ever sleep or be forced to see 
back on their own shriveled black hearts ever again. But then, but then, but then again, of course, there's Thanos, and um, in that comic, that's when they go on to say that Thanos forced the Ghost Rider to sta- give him that stare was every morning. One of the most, br- I don't know what it was about it, but when I when I read it, my jaw dropped when he's like, "Yeah, Thanos made me give him a penance stare every night." Yeah, I was like, "What? How? So How in, is Thanos in, like? Th- he is like that?" Yeah. So in the story, you find out that because um, you. Don't know who this Ghost Rider character is, but after a while, he just straight up introduces himself and says that he's Frank Castle. So this is a Frank Castle um, who is the Punisher. So Frank Castle, as the normal story goes, right? Frank Castiglione, um, you know, uh, it goes goes to war. He's a war veteran, comes home. The mob kills his family, and then he becomes the Punisher. So all those things that everybody knows, Thomas Jane or uh, Dolph Lundgren or Ray uh, Stevens. Ray Stevenson, yeah, yeah, or uh, John Bernthal. Pick your One pick of the best, pu- the best Punisher. Pick your Punisher poison. Um, all those stories, you know, remember them; they exist. And instead, in this story, Thanos comes to Earth and basically wallops <laughs> everybody: the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the X Men. He destroys everybody. And um, right before he damn near kills Frank Castle, Frank Castle says he'd give anything to, uh, you know. Stop get, him to kill him. To, to basically get to kill Thanos and Mephisto, being the ever so uh, philanthropic. He's very kind, villain. man. Yeah, you know, very kind he, man. Like I said, he's, he's a um, philanthropist. So he <laughs> he lends That's the one way to describe him. He lends the helping hand, uh, and Frank Castle makes the deal with the devil. And unlike John, unlike in other universes where it's Johnny Blaze, Frank Castle becomes the Spirit of Vengeance. And just those two things alone, I think, are pretty cool for the idea of. Of a version of Ghost Rider, right? The, the last cr- thing you the want idea. is the Punisher as somebody that can literally punish you to hell. Like. Yeah, you understand? Like, that is... He's Spawn almost in that yeah. instance, right? You got the chains, and uh, he just needed a cape. And what I like is it's Spawn the same oh, Spawn morale. does have a motorcycle, right? Like, he had one in Thank the movie. He, yeah, he did. <laughs> I was about to say, it's like Spawn, but he, Spawn doesn't have a motorcycle. But I With think Spawn did have a motorcycle. the worst cape CGI ever. Yeah, it was of the times. But it was no. the best of times. It was the worst of times. It really was. Steel. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that think, just think about that. And then with the firepower alone, you know, Frank Castle has never been um, conservative with his bullets. Yeah, it's or just firepower. Frank Castle with a penance stare is just a scary thing you want. Yeah. And so um, he becomes this to destroy Thanos or or just to work for Mephisto and destroy all the, you know, sinners of the world. But Thanos kills everybody on the planet. And so there's no one there to punish. And so with no one there to punish and literally burning alive from the inside out with the demons of hell, he just goes crazy. He literally just goes crazy. He's stuck that and way. crazy and crazy because there's no one to punish. He could just ride his bikes in the hundreds of years, thousands of years pass, and he just goes bonkers. And um, Galactus shows up. Uh, and they make a deal to try to take Thanos down together. And so, to help Galactus, he becomes the herald of Galactus. So not only do you have the Punisher, and not only do you have Ghost Rider in this, but a bit of Silver Surfer, who is the herald of Galactus, and when you become the herald of Galactus, you gain the Power Cosmic. And that's what the uh, the Silver Surfer's board can do. The Power Cosmic, yeah, let me get into that, because that's a whole... Uh, and that's why he can float through space on his, like, dope bike. Yeah. <laughs> I love the very specific uh, definitions, but it says 
The power cosmic is the name of a vast source of limitless god godly cosmic energy and power primarily wielded by the godlike cosmic entity Galactus. So yes, vast source of limitless godlike cosmic energy. Jesus, <laughs> just just that you know, it's just that, and so um. Yeah, they said you can use it for concussive force. You can restructure molecules due to the user's mental design uh, and all that. Um, restructure molecules. The, the, now, the that science knows that that's crazy. <laughs> the, re, the, the pure, um, you know, unfeatheredness of the power cosmic is not given, you know, to anyone. Like, that's what Galactus has. But he gives a fraction. And even with a fraction, could do some damage. He gives a fraction to what they call his heralds. The little people that go first and warn people that Galactus is coming. And so Galactus and um, the now cosmic Ghost Rider, because now it's the Ghost Rider and the Punisher, but now imbued with the power cosmic from Galactus. Um, now they suit up, they lock and load, they get ready to take down Thanos, and Thanos just blows the head off Galactus. Uh, Yo, that, like that panel looked so Sick. Yes. Just the whole Thanos wins. Every 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 panel panel in Thanos wins was just nasty. There's, there's one where he rips Iron Man in half. You see his yeah. his spinal cord. Like what? There's just a sick level of brutality that you don't see in most of, of the. And that's what comics. I love. I love that, that that some of these Marvel comics go a lot darker and darker to kill these heroes, even if it's inconsequential or if it all gets reversed or if it's in another world or another uh, multiverse. It's still the fact that we're seeing our heroes die. Here's something I had a question about. Throughout a lot of these comics, I got reminded that one of the big parts of Thanos' designs is like those like vast cosmic eyes that he has. Like these these deep blue eyes with like that almost stare through you. Um they, they didn't do that in the movies. Now in the first inkling that we saw Thanos when he turned around, he had those deep purple glowing eyes. You yeah. missed that? Uh I know I noticed the eye color, but yeah. I didn't know in comics that that's a Big yeah, thing. yeah. So like when you saw him, I think they said that the first time that um that his mother locked eyes on him, she went crazy. <laughs> yeah, that I that uh, I do they, remember because I did watch Thanos's uh supervillain origins. Oh, yeah, you know where his, his eyes, eyes have ha- always been like a like you know a, where his eyes were like that in Guardians of the Galaxy, the yeah. first one when he was sitting on his throne and he just and he, and I know he de- I know he definitely was when he turned his head and said and smiled and said death courting death and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I do remember his eyes being really colorful in Guardians of the Galaxy. So with the death now of Galactus, the very last stand against Thanos, um, Frank just agrees to help Thanos. Because Thanos is like, you know, um, we can try this, but we can't kill each other. You have the power cosmic, and I'm I'm almost all-powerful at this point, godly myself. Um, There's no point in us fighting one another. So we should just... um, We should just... Team up. Yeah, basically team up. You should be my herald, kind of. You should be my right hand. my The black right hand is what they call him, of the mad King Thanos. And together they, mur- they murdered like countless people on countless planets. And that's the Ghost Rider basically feeds on sin. So this is right up Frank's alley, plus the thousands of years where he wasn't able to uh, interact with anyone. That screw kind of coming loose. Um, people have uh, equated that kind of mentality to like a character like Deadpool. I guess yeah, very the dissociative. Quickest, yeah, that's the quickest um I guess uh comparison that I can make. Just one of the like someone who's just gun crazy, violent crazy because they just literally kind of crazy. crazy. Yeah. And so that is bananas. Um how do you feel about the voice of Cosmic Ghost Rider? 
Well, I didn't have like a, I didn't know what voice was in my head to read it. But while I was reading it, I was reading it in like a quippy, like sarcastic, back-talked way. Yeah. Like that was just a voice, that, that was just a tone of voice in my head when I was reading his panels. It was just, it seemed like something like dead, like would come out of Deadpool's mouth. Did you like it or did it get annoying or? No, no. One of my favorite parts was, I think it was the second one where he, where he took Thanos to a bar. Yeah. A baby Thanos, no yeah. less. He took baby Thanos to a bar. And he got him a drink. Yeah. yeah, and he and he's just like, you know, put it on my tab. Don't worry, you guys yeah. are gonna die in ten yeah, minutes. I'm, I'm old enough for both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really, uh, I really dig that. Um, they, yeah, so he becomes the right hand of Thanos, and they uh, for a couple of more years, they start, they destroy everything and stuff like that, and then Silver Surfer shows up, and they're like, oh snap, it's Silver Surfer, and they're like, where have you been this whole time? And he says, becoming worthy, and he shows that he has Mjolnir. And then, um, what's his face? Uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider goes riding to attack him, and he he just smashes him as hard as he can with Mjolnir. Uh, Silver Surfer does and kills uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider for the second time, I guess you would say, at this time. And that's where our story starts off, right? It starts off with because of this death, and because he died in battle, he was granted. Oh, uh, that's right. He went to Valhalla. He was granted uh, passage. It's a Valhalla, which is the North, with the which in North mythology is basically heaven for warriors, and you get to drink and talk about your battles, and uh, I guess yeah, that was that was a funny beginning because I I didn't know what was going on, but just watching him like drink himself, like well, you can't drink yourself to death, but just watching him like sit by the river and just drink was hilarious, and his interactions with Odin just killed me completely what do you think about the uh new design of frank castle the long white hair the uh well you said he was he was it was thousands of years right? yeah so yeah. it makes sense because yeah. look because i remember uh that panel in in the thanos wins where hulk had long hair and a beard yeah so yeah because in that thanos wins uh comic the hulk is thanos's dog pet dog yeah, yeah. yeah. locked dog. him up and he feeds him and they fed him steve rogers what yeah that's the whole thing we'll get into it oh um, no oh but, no but yeah um Frank gets passage into one of the most a- exclusive clubs, right? Exclusive. <laughs> Disney uh, Club 42 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? You know, like one of the most exclusive places in the world. And only Frank Castle could still start fights, could still uh, he cut off somebody's nose, um, can still um, get into bar confrontations. Oh, he cut off his nose, that guy's nose because he was like, he had sins. He can still read people's sins, he, right? That, that um, He cut off the nose of a guy who went to war and killed children when he went to yeah. war. Yeah. That was and, in Kill um, Women and Children. But to Vikings and stuff, war is war, right? Yeah. And so, so the Odin's like, what are you doing? Like, you can't just go around and hand out your kind of justice to everybody here. If everybody's here, I permit them to be here. They have all died in battle. They have all, you know, deserve to be here in Valhalla. And I thought I was doing you a favor by putting you here and, and letting you rest. But we find out that Frank doesn't really want to rest, right? No, he's he still has... He still has to kill the purple guy. Yeah. He still he, has to kill Thanos. He he feels like that's where all this went wrong. Because it was because... he I mean, he was fine with being the Punisher. But it was because Thanos damn near killed him. And did kill him um, the first time. Is That's how he ends up making the deal with Mephisto. Um, and then making the deal with Galactus. And then making the deal with Thanos. And then dying and then coming to Valhalla. And, and so, then making a deal, not even us, but kind of a deal with Odin. Yeah, to just yeah. get the hell out of my so place. So how did you feel about this? So Odin basically kicks him out. 
basically gives him his, his vehicle back and says, you know what? You don't have to be on this godly plane where you never have to worry about suffering or pain or any of this stuff. Um, you want this so bad, you know, basically says like, screw you and the horse you oh, rode yeah, in. Yeah, on. that was just screw you and the horse you rode in on. And he gives him back his powers, his power cosmic and his, and his vehicle and tells him that he can transport him to anywhere that he wants to go. How did you feel about Odin's demeanor? I never thought he would kick somebody out of Valhalla, but I no, mean, Odin, it reminds me of the you're, you're, you're not worthy scene. Yeah, from, yo, from Odin was not with any of this crap that yeah. Frank was giving him. He was just not with it. He's like, you know, you want to leave? Leave. The door's right there. Here's your stuff. That's something that we should probably talk about. A lot of this stuff in, in this story and in Thanos wins and just this these concepts all together, these people are all like godlike. And the 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 hair trigger that they're all on, right? The hair trigger that Odin's yeah. on, the hair trigger that Thanos is on, the hair trigger that uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider is on. Like, literally anything will just set these people off to killing everyone in the room. Did you get that feeling? Yeah, no. Uh, the way like, the way Castle was, where he didn't want to kill the people in the bar, but so he, like, or, or when he went to fight, uh, what was it? He went to fight Galactus, and he throws baby Thanos at the Watcher. He says, here, oh, yeah, hold yeah, him, yeah. don't let him see what's about to happen. And then... Yeah. He just goes and fights. It's like yeah, the gore and the I'm a befitting of somebody who is Punisher. I love how and, like uh, powerful he is in this. He's like OD powerful. Yeah. Even he says, "I'm not even at like my full strength yet. Like I'm going, I'm holding back on you." Yeah, there's a lot unleashes. of instances. There's a lot of instances where someone tries to um, get at him, and he basically tries to at first explain like, "You don't want none of this. <laughs> like, yeah, I will destroy you." But then ultimately, um, they try anyway. They all try. They all fail. They all fall. Uh, to Cosmic Ghost Rider. But of all places that he can go, Frank decides that he wants to go to the beginning. He he Because he wonders how Thanos was ever given a chance to even be alive. With all the uh, brilliant scientists out there who have uh, uh, tried and attempted and uh, completed time travel and the various time travel assassins in comic lore, how anyone has never tried to kill baby Thanos. Yeah, I don't know why Deadpool never did it. Doesn't he have a time travel on his belt? Yeah, well, you saw what he did with Hitler. In, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why movie. he didn't just go back in time. If anybody can kill a baby with no remorse, yeah. it's it's Wade Wilson. And speaking of uh, baby Hitler, we're we're presented with a very baby Hitler question, right? We, there's a lot of there's a lot of philosophical questions out there that people have sometimes, like the trolley question. You know, would you save one person uh, or save five? Yeah. Um, you know, and then you have the baby Hitler question. If you can go back in time and kill baby Hitler and stop him to stop him from uh, growing up and uh, committing the atrocities that he is supposedly set in time to commit, would you do it? And um, not to say that we are anybody who uh, <laughs> is qualified <laughs> in talking about killing any child, uh, given the current events that are going on at the moment. But it's an interesting question. Uh, about what you would sacrifice to Because I always say nobody stop. is born evil. But then yeah. they go and tell me why I'm wrong on this because death imprinted him. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing that, you know, do you believe in free will? Do you believe in fate? Can somebody change their... I guess that's what it comes down to, right? Well, that was the whole thing. Like, that is Dan- Thanos' destiny is yeah. to be this mad titan. No matter well, what. I, but how do you see things? you see things more in the free will camp? you see more things more in that things are able to be changed? I feel like things should be able to change, but that doesn't mean it's going to change for the better. Okay. Sometimes it can change for the worse, as we see. Yeah. With what he was, he was doing a, a literal fool's errand. Yeah. 
So you can see that sometimes you don't want to change things or you're changing it too much. Or the I think what's that quote? The road to hell was paved with good intentions. Yeah, that's what that's the quote. One of my favorite quotes because it's true. Yeah, the road to hell is paved in good intentions. And that's another thing that we, I, I um, ironically have kind of done now for the third week in a row is talk about time travel and the effects <laughs> of time travel and um, you know what we should prevent, what you should stop, and stuff like that. And it's always been kind of you know wonky because they've always explicitly said that it is kind of like the butterfly effect, and that's an old saying about what a butterfly flaps its wings in China can cause a hurricane. Somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, somewhere else. And it's the idea that the small changes that you do in one place, you know, will change everything. You don't, you go back in time and change what color shoes you wear, and somebody doesn't point out that they like your shoes, and therefore that person doesn't take the extra time the to cross to the, the street, future and they, get, they don't get hit by that car, and then everything, you know, uh, goes down that road. So even knowing the domino effect of that, when faced with everything, I mean, come on, Frank's been through a lot, right? Yeah. That, this isn't really a choice at this point because because of all the massive amounts of murder and, and body and gore and viscera that um, Thanos has, it, the body count that he's acquired at this point, um, I, I think it's almost a no-brainer for him to go back and kill this baby. Yeah, I would have went back in time to when my family was killed by the mob and just get them themselves. Yeah. Well, I'd do that. I'd keep my family alive. How do you feel about that panel that shows um, Frank with the gun aimed into the crib yo it was funny it it was hilarious that he was going to really shoot this baby in its crib and then here comes jack jack from the Incredibles. yeah baby thanos it. is not one to be uh messed no. around with he jumps he can speak you know he leaps out of the crib and not even baby talk he was speaking in full sentences he was yeah. he was understanding but not understanding so like you see where he, his brain is but it was still he was three he was three. Yeah, they say that in the in the second issue. Um, he was he's three years old, and so three year old Thanos uh, basically confuses like, "What are you doing? Where's my mommy? What do you want with me?" And um, Ghost Rider decides to give him the penance there. And like I said before, when he was working as the right the black right hand of King Thanos, the older version of the future Thanos, Thanos loved it. Every morning he I would don't make know him. Wow, that's so. Look at all the pain that he's inflicted upon the world. That's a and, lot. And to most people, like I said again, they would claw their their eyes out, or they would literally. We've seen people turn to to smoke. Yeah. You know, um, in the movies, he's given the penance there in both the films that I've seen. Oh yeah, in the, and, the uh, first one, he gave a penance there to some guy, and his eyes like turned all the way black, and he just went catatonic. Yeah. Uh, it it literally, and it, that's why he's he's mostly ever used a penance there on sinners, on people who've committed uh, amounts of sin on, on the innocent. That's basically, that's basically what it is. Um, you get imbued with all the pain and, and um, that you've ever inflicted yeah, on innocent actually a kind body. of cool scene in the first movie where, like, the second he looks into his eyes, you see, like, different scenes of that character, like, robbing people, killing people, raping, and it's like, wow, it's like, that's, that's how you do a penance there in a movie if you're going to do it. And so this thing that's supposed to make you rip out your 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 eyes out of your sockets because of the torment uh it says um that Thanos, like i said used to do it on a daily basis because for him it revealed acts so vile so wretched that uh we can't even bear to show them in the comic it says um for there are his hidden things his darkest deeds he basically takes pride in all of it for him it's it's triumph because he is inevitable yeah oh i mean yeah right 
it t- it's it's a love letter written in blood and then uh spilled across the stars <laughs> um, well, i mean when you're in love with death yeah and this is what you do to to impress her you're not gonna look at your penance like oh you know i maybe shouldn't have done that you're gonna look at your it's penance like statue right yeah, yeah it, it's a tribute you take pride in it you're like yeah i did that i killed hulk I killed Sentry. I did that all for those death. In, all those innocent people, yeah. I killed yeah, those I did that for people. death. I'm the man. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that. That's how I feel. Thanos was so to look at every every pain you've ever inflicted and feel prideful in that. Yeah, you're a mad kid. And do it every morning. That's like his breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, his like breakfast. The, like for breakfast. Um. So knowing that, like I said, like knowing that, you got to think that's the kind of stuff that makes and it shouldn't make, but makes. Going back in time and trying to kill this baby easy. It's like, if I don't do it now, he becomes the person who feeds on his own <laughs> uh, demonic deeds and stuff like that. Uh, and so he decides, oh, I'll just do it again. I'll do it to this baby. And, uh, you know. He's innocent. Yeah. Uh, I like the wording on it. He says he's like, not uh, Thanos yet. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Because it was, there's time to change. There's Like I said, nobody is born evil. Yeah. If, if Hitler was given up for adoption instead of raised by his family... He probably would never even have been who he was. Yeah. So, given that given that Thanos, see, but I I, I subscribe and maybe, I don't know where why where I, this comes from, but I subscribe to the idea that like would just get a new Hitler. No, it's just yeah, so Stalin like killed more people another, than Hitler. There would just be another. I've always subscribed to the yeah. If you change something in the timeline, it would just be replaced with either something worse or something of equal value. Yeah. Usually, something worse. No, that's that's true. Like some some things are just set but yeah they're set in stone but again when you know talking about hitler and and other like dictators or horrible people in history that have massacred millions is still a fraction compared to talking about thanos this fictional yeah this fictional tyrant because of the massive amount of deaths. different planets different yeah. worlds the massive amounts of deaths on his hands um it makes it a lot less. And murky. you even see them. You even see how many people he killed in Endgame's final act. Yeah, you you really see how much he snapped. I mean, you, I guess if you want to look at it, it's like a lot of them were humans and innocent. And that's people. not all of them. Yeah, yeah no, that's not all of them. Yeah. That's, that's dogs they're still innocent and parrots and earthworms. But as far as heroes go, you see how many good people were affected by that snap. Yeah. So it's so it's crazy to to think that if. You could just raise him different. So he tried. Oh, yes. Oh, uh-huh. guys. Yeah, oh, like, you guys need to read this comic. There is nothing better than watching Cosmic Ghost Rider punch a baby Thanos in the and face. And I really do like the, the art by uh, Dylan Burnett. I like no, the way the, the, the art is fantastic. I like the way all the chains glow. I, I do dig the point that. I that like Thanos' drawing. Yeah. Uh, especially I like, in, like issue four and issue five. I like that, but. I like how he has the the oh, older rigged, the, older Thanos. Yeah, the older Thanos. I like that, but I like the rigged the, the rugged chin he still yeah. has even as a baby. Yeah, so we see uh Frank decide that you know what? Not everybody's uh fate is written in stone and maybe if he's able to take this child, he can uh change the effects and and change Thanos from becoming a um, you know, murderous tyrant across the cosmos. And uh, he I mean, decides he's not exactly the best parental figure no so he decides to go for get some advice he goes to a planet that he knows probably won't exist in 10 minutes and uh 
I guess that's why he goes there and goes to the bar there. No, that's because what he said a story. He was like, I remember a guy, he doesn't even remember Galactus' name. He's like, I remember a friend telling me about that this planet was like doomed or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, wait a minute. I remember now. But also, you can run up a tab and not have to worry that you're going to pay it. <laughs> that's that. That's one of probably the most unbelievable thing to me because like tabs don't work that way. You can't just walk into a bar, get a free drink, and say, put it on my tab. Oh, you yeah, need, you yeah. need to be an established customer. Yeah, you or give them your card. Yeah, or give them your card. You already got to give them your card, yeah. It, like, well, it what, does he have pockets? He has a wallet? I don't yeah, know. yeah. I, I don't, I, and that's the same thing, the idea that bars exist. That's something in all science Half fiction. Half the hour, no less. In all science fiction, bars exist. Yo, are writers alcoholics, low-key? Or do you just think that that's universal? Like, everybody needs to... Life is so miserable across the cosmos that everybody needs to be intoxicated. Basically, because there was a lot of bars in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I like think every there's a bar in Star Wars. I'm pretty sure there's a bar in Star Trek. Yeah, no, there is a bar in Star Trek. You know? that's, that's how Kirk, uh, James T. Kirk got recruited. Yeah, you see? They so found him in a bar. You understand? So there's bars... That's that's just funny. No, ser- funny. no, that's how he was recruited to the Enterprise. They yeah. found him like drinking and starting fights in bars. And that's probably why Frank is, is in here. And this entire time, Frank is try- Frank as the the former black hand of the God King Thanos, as herald the herald of Galactus, as the herald of Galactus, as the spirit of vengeance, the is trying to Punisher. convince. He's trying to convince baby Thanos that killing is not cool, but. Not saving them. You don't have is... to. Yeah, you don't have to. It's the Batman thing, right? Yo, it was, I don't have to kill was you. So bad, I'm not going to save you. That was so bad. I once he said that, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. That that's not. You don't say that to this particular. They try to. They, they try to. They try to kick them out of the bar because he has a baby, and um, through a bunch of expletives, Frank's like, "Don't worry about it. I'm paying for everything, and I'm old enough." And this planet is not even going to exist in 10 minutes. And when they look outside, Galactus is there. And like I said before, him and Galactus, this is a past version of Galactus, but him and Galactus in the future. This was actually my most annoying part of yeah. not not any of the action specifically. It was it was Frank that, that kind of like annoyed me. Oh, he annoyed he you? Keeps, he keeps calling Galactus Galant. Galant. Like he was giving like nicknames. Oh, Galen, Galen. No, no, no. Galen, I think is his actual name. Is that his? He has like, I didn't know Galactus is an actual name. Yeah, it's like Thanos too. I found out that his name is not really Thanos. Thanos is his name is like Dion or something. The D I O N E. Well, like Dio Dion. What? Dion, Dion, yeah, uh, I'm, that's crazy. Dion. Dion. That's his name. Yeah, Dion. Right? Is that what that is? Dion. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. It says alter ego is Galen. Oh, alter. Okay, alter ego. Sometimes I don't. I, sometimes they take. They write alter egos. Sometimes they write aliases. Yeah. Especially in Wikipedia. So it's like. And they also do write real names. Like, you see that they have a real name or an alias or an alter ego. But I didn't know Galen was an alter ego. That's dope, actually. Yeah. Because the whole time I'm thinking he's, like, giving him, like, a a, a nickname. I'm like, wow, you guys, are like, he's oh, calling no, him his yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, actually yeah. buddy, I, I get buddies that. like I get that. that. Yeah. So I felt like he was giving him a nickname. No, yeah. I thought, I thought, oh, and behold, yeah. his nickname really is yeah, Galen. That's his, he knew him that good. He knew him that well that they knew each other. They're by on a nickname. Uh, ba- on, he on, called him Francis. Well, not a nickname basis, but no, they, yeah, not on a real name, a first name basis. Yeah, they, they're on a real first yeah, name yeah, basis. A real first name basis, yeah. And so um, he goes to Galactus and he's, first of all, Galactus tries to just straight out kill him. And at one point tries to like rip his, his mind apart. But the only reason um, he can't is because Cosmic Ghost Rider is that god. He's already imbued with the power of Cosmic. And so he goes, listen, bro, you already know how to like look through people's minds. Just look through my mind and tell them I'm telling the truth. I'm Frank. You know me. You're going to know me in the future. And he does. He looks through his mind and realizes that they both fall. Oh, yeah, and it says like anybody that would have been able to, anybody that goes through this would have like had their Died, mind yeah, melted ripped and ripped apart. apart. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, but me, 
that nope yeah, doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, and so um, he basically just goes through all his fi- files and folders on his desktop. <laughs> that's in his mind, and uh, he went to the camera roll. And he's extremely shocked and even kind of moved, right? That they be- they become such big friends in the future. I felt like Galactus was, was kind of like, ah, uh, you know, like no, they wow, were really buddy buddy in this where it was so weird that it's making me want to read. Like I wish they don't have like a one, they don't have one together, right? Well, it's, it it's, it's Thanos- one issue in Thanos where they meet up and they become friends. To okay, the so that's Thanos. and then I'm gonna have to have to write a letter to Marvel yeah. because I really need like at least a four issue. What if Galactus Ro- like a road and- trip? Uh, no, I need them Galactus doing and that. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, like that's I don't know why, but it just it seemed cool. Yeah, that 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 Frank Castle and Galactus would be like actually bond like that. Yeah, and then when you think of Frank. Castle, you think of big guns, and Galactus is literally the biggest gun. And so, if you if uh, you think about it in that way, it's it's actually kind of cosmic. Shoot, cosmically poetic. Like or, or he shot the uh, watcher, somebody in a gun. I don't remember who he put in in that giant space gun. Oh, I remember something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just yeah. put somebody in the space gun and just shot him into space. It was the funniest. Oh, thing Oh, Cable does that. Oh, it was. Oh, yes, he was giant. It was Cable was giant. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so what ends up happening is um. Frank's like, oh, you listen, you become my friend. I, I'm i just carrying Thanos. He's like, oh, yeah, I know what you're doing. You're carrying Thanos so you can kill him. And he's like, well, yeah. not really. He's like, listen, you have to kill him. You've had many times chances to kill him. You haven't killed him yet. You've been chilling with him. Let me kill him. I'll kill him. I'm totally down. He says, like, Galactus will kill the baby. Like, hand me the baby. Galactus will kill the baby. And um, Frank's like, nah, he's not about it. Cranks up the cosmic ghost rider powers and stuff like that and gets into, like, a little beef. With uh, Galactus before, um, Yo, how do you the Watcher this shows guy's up. Name? Uatu. Uatu. Yeah. Okay. Uatu. I had no idea. Oh, that's how I pronounce it. I was Uatu. pronouncing. I was pronouncing it like the some like the wrestling Samoans, Ottawa. Yeah. I was just saying uh, Ottawa. Uatu, the Watcher, um, who only ever shows up when big world-ending <laughs> events are going to happen. World-changing events. Yeah, he's not. Sorry. They're not allowed to interfere. Yeah, but they, they, but they, wa- they have to watch it no matter yeah, what. Yep, they're the uh, cucks of the Marvel Universe. So they just sit back and they watch in the background. And so... The cucks of the Marvel Universe! Listen, oh my god! And so, uh, push comes to shove, and they... Uh, he... Frank's like, what are you doing here? Because, oh, that's what happens. They're about to fight, and... Thanos goes, big baby, or something like space baby, or something like that. Sky baby. Sky baby. Sky yeah, baby. He points up and says, sky baby. And he looks over and he's like, oh, sky baby. Oh, Watcher's here. And Watcher's like, nothing. I'm just here to watch like the single worst uh, decision to have ever happened in the universe take place right now. Oh, yeah, because he thought he was, he he was going to be on his side with them. He's like, no, actually, yeah, what like, you're doing is wrong. Yeah, he's Dude. like, you're, what you're doing is allowing for a world in which Thanos lives. And not only does he live, he was raised by Frank Castle. Yeah, I, damn I, it, Frank! And he, he's like, what the hell is so wrong with that? He's like, oh, nothing. Just realize that I'm here to witness you make the biggest mistake. He's like, you are literally embarking on a fool's errand. And this is this is the part where, like, it gets a little, like, crazy slash, like, bonkers. This was the because... best part of this entire fight. One of the, my probably second, yeah, this would be number two besides that last issue. Issue five is just everything about issue five I thought was brilliantly written. Fantastic anime uh, illustration, good storyline, but this right here is my favorite, like everything of this entire comic. Because when um, it is said that when it said that uh, he's this is like you're oh, you're starting for the worst 
you're about to what your decision is about to do is make the worst uh, future that is possible. Um, the darkest timeline. Frank's like, yeah, okay, what? He literally like goes, like, he, he's like, get out of yeah, here. Okay. What's the odds? And then uh, uh, Uatu says, watch this. And then all of a sudden, out of space and time, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy from the future show up. And it's um, Cable. It's a version of Rocket Raccoon with Groot's armor. And uh, I, he, he creates Iron, Iron Man armor. Yeah, wasn't it Iron, Iron Rocket? Uh, Iron Groot, I think it's called. Iron it's Groot. Like that. And he, he, he fashioned a Iron Man suit out of Groot. That's that's yeah. what it was. All you see is baby Groot with Rocket's head, and it was yeah. just the weirdest thing ever. Um, Juggernaut. With a duck bill. What was it? Howard, Howard the Duck? The duck uh, Howard the Juggernaut. Juggernaut. <laughs> Juggernaut the Duck. Oh, my God. And then Jubilee. Yeah. What else can we say? What else is there to say? <laughs> and Cable. Yes. And um, Cable's leading it. Cable, you know, time-traveling Cable. That's what he does. Of course. Yeah, that's how, that's, um, how, that's, that's why it made sense when Cable popped up. That's how he gets down. And Cable is pissed. And all of his guardians. Oh, and uh, the Captain America, right? Did we speak about Captain America? Oh, um, America Chavez, is it? No, no, the, that other uh, Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan, yes, is Captain America. Yep. No, yeah. Captain Marvel said. That, Captain Marvel, Captain yeah. America Shield. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah, Captain yeah. America Shield and the Captain America like uniform, but it was Cap. It said Captain Marvel. That's why I thought it was pretty weird, but okay, I liked it. Um, they're like, they're sitting there. They're talking about. Like this is the worst decision ever. We're here to stop you from doing this, and we need to kill the baby. So now, not only has Frank come back in time to kill this baby, but now there's a, he's already starting an alternate future where things are seemingly being warned to be worse than before. And now, uh, you know, people are coming from the future to stop that. So, um, I guess Frank realizes that these guys are not gonna let this go. They're not going to stop trying to kill this baby. And so he hands the baby to Uatu and says, you need to hold this. Can you hold down the baby and not let the baby see this? And proceeds to go on. Because it's going to get Yes. Proceeds to go on a humongous massacre. Can you explain to these people how bad things got? All right. Listen, this is this is my favorite part of this entire like five issue comic. Now, when Cable comes in. And he has his Guardians of the Galaxy. Frank just like he he likes he's toying with them. Like there is no way that he that, that he was going at full power because even they were being able to stop him a little. But when he went to go kill Cable, Cable's like slide one, brings in more. Uh, well, oh yeah, he had the pin particles, goes like bigger, brings in more Guardians, and Frank is still going. He's like slide two, slide three, more Guardians. More good guys, yeah, and he's still it. going. We spoke about it a little bit that Cable, or we, I guess we didn't uh, allude to it too much, but Cable gets rid of Galactus. That Galactus, oh, that, is was, there. that was it. He, uh, he he used. The, I was trying to figure out how he used the pin particles. Cable used the pin particles to become Giant Man, and he literally grabbed Galactus by the shoulder, by the head, yeah. grabbed him by the head with two fingers, puts him in a giant space cannon, and just shoots, shoots him. him. Shoots him into space. Oh my God! Was um, it, he's like, put me down and all, <laughs> put and Galactus so- down. And so what ends up happening is, like you were saying, uh, Frank fights the first team of Guardians that he encounters. The one we were just talking about where Howard the Duck and all those guys. And right when he gets to basically through to murdering all of them, Cable goes back to the future, gets another group of Guardians, and himself from the future goes back. 
also that's and what he did when he kept saying slide and it go, and went and yeah, the white yeah. panel. He was right. going back. He was going to the future, bringing Grabbing more people and, back, and, and training and getting more people back. And he so four, well, time and, and so weird. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe he like went to like, like slide uh, forty five, like so yeah. many different iterations of of future cable. He's getting older and older, more scarred up, longer hair. And different versions of the of the guardians. You see guardians that are all X Men, guardians that are, have all mech suits, guardians that um, are, are all kinds of these weird amalgamations of and different heroes together. And he's just ripping them apart. There's a scene where he's just literally he's chopping them up with his with his uh, chains. No, yeah, that, that's yeah. It was half. just it was two. It was like a whole two pages, and you just see different panels of like Spider Man's head is flying. You see Wolverine dead. And it was yeah, just and and literally crazy. like you, like you said, child's play. A child so play. Easy. He even so said, easy, he's like, yeah. I'm not even at like my full power. But She-Hulk eventually knocks him out. Yep. And when he wakes up, he thinks like, oh, snap, I should be dead. Like the Guardians should have killed me. When he turns around, baby Thanos has killed uh, <laughs> the remaining Guardians. Oh, yeah. He wakes up and, and he's like, well, he's like, oh, man. Like I was supposed to stop him from being a murderer and he's already murdered. This sucks. I love how they just drew baby Thanos to always be angry when he's fighting. Like, yeah. he has his mouth is just extended. Well, he, he almost tries to cut somebody's throat at the bar. He, they're talking about him. He jumps out, and uh, Frank pulls him on the leash of the cosmic oh, yeah. chain or whatever. <laughs> it's like, nope, get back here. Yeah. Um, and so, it, I this is kind of like a badass scene, too, because um, the only person left is Cable. And I think they were able to rip off one of his arms, or Thanos like was ripping off one of his arms and beating him with it. And so, Frank moves Thanos to the side, and uh, Cable's like, you know, whatever, slide by, and then Frank's like, slide by nothing, whatever, and he just like, shoots him in the face. Yeah. He just, like, lights him up, like, slide by nothing. And, um, so now they're like, you know, he's like, oh, now, now people can stop trying to kill you, um, and all this can be said and done, and then all of a sudden, a portal opens up, and out steps <laughs> future- Damn it, Frank! <laughs> out steps future Thanos? Uh, future Thanos the Punisher. Yeah. Right? Is that what we should call him? Thanos the oh Punisher? Oh my god, the mad Punisher called? Thanos. The mad Punisher Thanos. The mad Punisher. A Punisher, really the w- Punisher. If you, I mean, sorry, a Thanos, the Thanos that was raised by Frank Castle. My god, Frank, how could you do it? And the one, the, the panel that made me literally scream, damn it, Frank, in my own house was when he went to, he, he brings him to a peaceful word look seemingly peaceful he goes come to my future um because it's the only way it's the only place where they will not try to kill you guys yeah um you know come to a future that that, that i'm from whatever and like you said yeah he brings and he brings them and it seemingly looks peaceful and he's like wow wait we accomplished this what do you mean this was the worst decision ever turns around well he sees like yeah he sees he saw like, smoke smoke he's like but i'm saying like before then he sees like grass and people are having picnics and all this kind yeah, of stuff. people and are so peaceful. He's seriously like, how could this possibly be the worst version of um, the world? Like, literally, this is the future that Cable has come from 20-odd times to come and try to murder me. But everything seems fine here. And um, Thanos uh, basically tries to explain that, like, this is a world that he has made in tribute to Frank. Yeah, because he keeps calling him father. And he, yeah, yeah, and he, uh. So weird, by the way. What about showing him his, um, his, uh, thing in the future? Showing him his casket. Oh, uh, God. Uh, he's like, oh, oh my yeah, by God. The way, you know, like you... I like that Frank's like, I don't want to know how I die. 
Oh, but you find out anyways. Uh, and it's so yeah, yeah. Great. You, do, I, you know, yo. I actually I, for the second the second time I read it, I forgot that you do find out. I was like, oh, is this a thing like they're leaving that it was dangling? Just ambiguous as hell. I no. thought like is this just something that they're dangling so that later on they can reveal it? But no, they reveal it in the later issue. Um, there's a, there's also like a uh, I want to say it's a variant cover, but it's like humongous uh, Punisher Thanos, and then in front of him, Cosmic Ghost Rider, in front of him, Baby Thanos. I need it's that. like this. It's like this weird, like uh, thing there. That's a, that's called the domino effect. If you've ever seen one, but, that's uh, a domino effect. But look how badass he looks. He's like though, a Punisher, with though. these humongous shotguns and uh, and uh, this uh, armor. He and has stuff. the classic Frank, like um, the the grenade launcher pe- uh, ammo around his body. He's yeah, like, he has. So the, and awesome. he's rocking. The, it's Thanos rocking the Punisher shirt, the gloves. Honestly, Than- Thanos in a Punisher shirt is probably the coolest shit I've ever seen. But <laughs> damn it, Frank. Yeah, because look, there's butterflies, the perfect world, and stuff like that. Um, and he's like, uh, Infinity. Yeah, he has a <laughs> Infinity. Frank Castle has a uh, casket that says Infinity. He's like, yeah, this world is a world that I, with everything that you taught me about not murdering, um, this is a world in which I, um, I've crafted for you. This is this is the world um, that's changed because you made the sacrifice in believing in me, kind of. And so, how did he? I need to know. I need to know how he raised him. I need to know because we don't see it. We just right. see him protecting the baby, and then Punisher Thanos comes in. Right. I need to see what he said to him when he was eight, nine, ten. This is like Morty trying to raise Gazorpazorp. Yeah, they make the they make the illusion that the that the defining thing is the idea that the people that do wrong you shouldn't kill, but then again. You don't have to save. Like yeah, that, that thing from before. They suffer their own punishment. In and a so, sense. and so, make and so practicing that in large. We we um, Frank sees some smoke and he turns around. There's an entire city slash slum, just you know, industrial smoke. Yeah, kind of like you know, X Men Days of Future Past and how like everything I, was I felt just it, destroyed. I felt a kind of um, what? Damn it. Blade Runnery, like building oh, the top of buildings yeah. in the slums like, and rainy, grimy. It's kind of weird how science fiction, all their dystopian futures, all look the same. It's yeah. just like a lot of neon lights or, or overcrowding, red overpopulated. Everything is just like yeah. burnt to the ground, but people still manage to live. And so you find out that Thanos has put everybody who would not bow to his rule in this place, and they're under constant punishment. They are literal slaves in this world. Um, and when asked why, he says, "Well, you told me not to kill them." So. Damn it, Frank! <laughs> that that made me scream so loud but in my house. Is, but the thing is, it's semi right. I mean, they're still alive, right? Like, so he's like kind of in the right. But no, but the fact that he literally what he told him in the bar when he's like, "Why do you keep telling these people that like you know that the world's gonna end, but you're not gonna save them?" It's because like, sometimes you know you don't gotta kill people, but you don't gotta save them, but they could at least die with hope. But Thanos is also very extreme in the sense that once you tell him what the line is, he would literally just go a centimeter under it. Right? No, there it, there so, is no gray area for Thanos. It's either black or white. Okay, so I can't kill them, but I can still punish them. And that's exactly what he's saying. He's saying he yells at Frank. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm just punishing them. Like That's our whole thing. That's your whole thing. My the God, Punisher. Frank. I'm making My them God. pay for their wrongdoing. And everyone who doesn't, who is who, who is worthy and, and acts right, gets to live in the paradise. And everybody I deem worthy of punishment lives here in the slums and are slaves. And Frank's like, this is ridiculous. And the thing that keeps, two things keep happening. One, Thanos keeps trying to um, appeal to Frank's better nature. 
and call him dad. Which that Frank is, which Frank is getting annoyed ever. with. Yeah, which Frank, like, father, I did this for you. Like, come on, father, why are you being this way? Which father? is, which is getting Frank annoyed, and also Frank is getting more and more unhinged as he finds out more and more about Thanos's utopia, which is getting Thanos kind of annoyed. There's several points where Thanos is like. Chill with how you kind of talking to me right now. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like, no, like, he was. By the way, yeah. like, do not forget who you're talking to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a second. There. Yo, Thanos ain't with it, man. And so you see, you can feel these tempers rising because Frank is like, "Stop calling me dad. This is not what no, I he wanted." Was, he started. He was yelling and yelling. He's like, "Come on, come on," and all that. Yeah, it's like, like this is wow. ridiculous. I would never want this. You know, this is not. Um, this is not what I wanted. And uh, do you think? Thanos' thing is an oversimplification of Frank's, or is that literally the result of Frank's mentality? Uh, it, it's it's got to be both. Because, alright, I guess because since MCU did give us a Thanos to, like, work with, I'll always see that Thanos in here, in any yeah. comic I read of him. So this whole, you know, you, I call that mercy, or, you know, I am inevitable, and, and all of that characteristics are here, so no. Thanos definitely there is there, he's just an extreme person. Yeah. So this isn't the result of Frank raising him. This is the result of him like his, going his overboard nature with, of always taking things to, to the, the next level. He okay, just yeah. okay, so I don't have to kill them, but I don't have to like you know try and appease to them. They could just and, go rot. And we'll talk about this a little bit more in in uh, a little bit more detail when we get to a, a scene that plays it more. But that's what kind of encapsulates this idea that this story is more about Less about Frank Castle raising Thanos than it is more about Frank Castle trying to fight fate. And at yeah. one point, at one point, he yells, "There's no such thing as destiny. We can change things, uh, Thanos. We don't have to be whatever we've become." And he he yells that he um, he screams that in Thanos's face, which makes you think that he definitely like that's something that he believes, and maybe in many ways he has to believe it as a undying no i think he has to you believe know, it because i don't i guess it's just in his character design but thanos is all about destiny yeah and fate yeah you're right i feel in every sense that thanos has to believe in destiny frank has to not because right one needs because, purpose that's why right yeah you need you once frank you doesn't like, need purpose. no that's the thing yeah. once you feel like you need purpose no matter everything you do is for the sake of that purpose whether good whether bad whether harmful and also thanos being has always had illusions of grandeur and always wanted yes, yes, yes. and always wanted um you know saw himself in the future uh becoming a great thing in his eyes you know something great and so to him it's much more about um the predestined legacy that he has i don't have to you know like i am doing all this because one day i am destined to be great you know that's much easier for him than uh just having to make the choice every day to be great like it's, it's don't worry about it i mean in the future I'm, I'm meant to be great i'm always going to be great like that's how yeah this works <laughs> um whereas frank somebody who's lost so much he can't believe that this is always destined to be this way. That he's just going you'd to go be crazy. this punisher. You'd go, go cra- crazy. You'd, you would go crazy again. He's already gone crazy. But you'd go crazy again if you believed that your your existence has always been destined to be torture. From the moment that you come back from war to you know, when your parents die. I mean, when your family is killed. To when you're killed. To when uh, your friend Galactus is killed. To then when you're killed again. Like well, it goes it, back to um, the ancient one. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, time is a tree. It's like one branch, and you yeah. mess with time, and it's little branches that grow. So, you know, if you're going from point A to B, but then you're like, let me just detour over here. Now you're going from point A to point A2, point A3, now back to B. But that still exists in time. Those are still yeah. different possibilities or realities. And some of those are still meant to hit the same beats as the other ones. And it kind of reminds me a lot of Deadpool in a sense, especially when you're talking about like, you know, a person would go crazy if they find out that no matter what, their time is a straight line. Even if they detract away, they're yeah. still going to go back to that straight line. Yeah. Same with Deadpool and Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Oh, when he figures out he's he a finds comic book out character. Yeah. When he figures out he's a comic book. Like it's, it's, I guess they always played with that nature that he knew he was a comic book, but they really went into it that he did not know about this fourth wallness in yeah. Deadpool Kills and, the Marvel and, Universe. You know, Cosmic Ghostwriter has the knowledge of all that. He has the knowledge of all these humongous entities like Galactus um, who have the power of Cosmic, these intense um, ideas of eternity and eternals. And, I would um, like to see him fight the Beyonder. Yeah, like these humongous, like he has knowledge of that. But in this fight and argument with future Thanos, he's literally fighting and arguing with fate. That's what's looking at him. Basically. This idea that no matter what, this is what this this man, this purple, freaking murderous tyrant, will always be a purple murderous tyrant, and it's always going to end with Frank, you know, having to suffer Can't because change of it. fate. Yeah, it, fate isn't something that you think you have. Fate isn't something that. That's what I'm saying. What side of that do you come on? Do you I come, come on the side edge? where you, uh, I believe in free will. Yes, yeah. but if you are. If you are just born knowing how to do something, or you, or you just know in your heart of hearts, this is what I'm meant to do. That is your fate. Yeah. I I personally believe I was meant for movies. Right. Talking about them, uh, finding out how to how how you make them, writing, storytelling, and all of that. That's my fate. You are a creator. Mm. You are a content creator. That is your fate. But you also have the free will to not follow your fate. That's where I fall too. It's like like you can stop this major issues. You can stop doing all the t shirts. You could just cancel comic book click right. and just be a janitor. But are you gonna be happy? No, because no. you're not following your fate. Yeah. Your fate is something that you just know in your heart, this is what I'm meant to do. But you do so you do believe that you can that you can create the butterfly effect of trying to change things. Um I guess it's not really change more, it's just like not fall in line with the inevitable like the inevitable okay. becomes inevitable yeah in a sense and i think that's what frank thinks but this is more telling him that it's always gonna snap back the rubber band's always gonna that's what a lot of scientists also believe and, that and, time is a rubber band and like, so looking it snaps at no matter what. looking at that that's the anger that he feels is like how how does it still end up this way right like how it, 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 this is the one in a million thing of me raising you know uh people and Doctor you, Strange ain't gonna see those fourteen million outcomes. And uh, Frank's just appalled by this level of of carelessness and and callousness that Thanos is displaying. And Thanos says, "What would you have me do? You raised me to not kill, and yet we cannot allow these people uh, to intermingle with the good. They will never accept the life we have given them. They are incapable of peace, and they can never be redeemed." That just sounds like slavery with extra steps. <laughs> and basically, Frank, uh, sorry, uh, Thanos is like, I'm doing all this for you. Like, chill the hell out. And he's like, that's not what I. I knew it was. I knew it was that when I first when you like see them at the house. I yeah. Knew. He's like, that's not what that's not what I'm here doing. He's like, don't you understand what I'm here trying to protect? And it shows uh, Frank Castle and his wife. Now, now that I'm actually thinking of it, because I didn't think of it yesterday. 
That's why he's doing what he's doing. So that his father doesn't lose his his wife and kid. Yeah. He made that society where the bad is over there and the good's over here, so that bad never kills his family. So he's he's seemingly changing Frank's fate. Yeah. Because um Thanos I think the biggest thing that I guess we forgot to say is that Thanos is millions of years old. So when going back to him as a baby, Frank is not born yet. Oh, yeah. And so when they go back to Earth, then he ends up being born and Thanos is there to make sure that... that, that and then he protected Frank yeah, his entire life. Right, exactly, yeah. Make sure he didn't have to go to war. Right. Make sure he didn't have to get attacked by them. Wow. Yeah, yes. Wow, I'm just dumb now that it... It makes sense. Yeah. That's, and, and he sees that's, him as an adoptive father. And yeah, that's, father. The lo- that's him in love. It's like... You know, and and the, that Punisher logo is all over that city of slaves. Yeah, there's, the, a, the Ze- there's a Zeppelin with like Punisher. What, what was the name? Punishing of that? penance or something like that. Punisher penance. Uh, uh, uh protecting penance or something like that. That's awesome. Um, protecting yeah. penance. Yeah, it was something like that, and it's um, it really just shows the the lengths that he goes to in the extremes. And um, Frank has had about enough. Even seeing the the new version of his family, um, because he's still. He's still like, if everything went right, then why am I still this? If you did fix everything, then why am I still this? It's because it's always meant to go wrong. You're always meant to go wrong. And Which probably it in the shows future, with him going yeah, to, going to the... Which is that the, frustration. Yeah. That's the anger. That's the frustration. And um, he fires up that's as Ghost Rider. fate. That and, is the yeah. scariest thing in the world. Is That's Frank's fate. And Thanos is a bit tired of, of the charade. And he basically is like, I killed you. You're there. What did he say? He's like, yeah, do you remember the last time you tried to oppose me? Yeah. He's like, I put you in the ground or something like Yo, that. Yo, my God. And then um, Frank just wilds out because he's already crazy. He's like, you're going to do it again. You're going to get crazy. And then I'm going to have to, um, you know, do deal with the devil. And I'll be back to here. And I'll be back to being a murderer. And I'll be back to working for you. And it'll all go happen again. It's just a hamster wheel of chaos. And he flips out, grabs the baby, and aims a gun at his head again. This is the second time in this Marvel comic where uh, the Cosmic Ghost Rider has aimed a gun at baby Thanos. And um, I guess future Thanos to protect him. Blasts him with almost a... Uh, Omega Beam a, type. Omega Beam type. That's exactly what I thought. Omega team Beam type Ray. And um, starts to put the... Uh, put the or beat the brakes into him, and he's like, "But by the way, you know, you don't, I don't, you don't have to die." Oh, that's that—that's the picture I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, you should use that as the uh, as the uh, yeah, cover I'm gonna, art. I'm gonna save it now. Yeah, that's are, that's an awesome. You guys are getting cover a behind the scenes look at this stuff right now. Yeah, so, um, one day we'll do a live one. And so he's like, "Yeah, we don't have to die. We could just team up. Why don't you be my hero?" <laughs> Yo, he, that's that is what. What freaked me out was like, yo. That, but that's also the same thing that happened before. So it's literally like he going all back. St- he's like, I can't stop you. You can't stop me. Let's just partner up again. Yeah. So he's like, just accept who you've always this time. It, this time, instead of it being like two different beings that, that that are different but the same, it's like, dad, just just come on, dad. And I like that Frank goes, um, you know, it doesn't matter how many mistakes you make in life as long as you only make them once. True. And so this time he has, does not make the mistake and he shoots his son. <laughs> He's his adopted son. He shoots Thanos. But Thanos is way stronger than that. Even though he falls down to the ground, uh, Frank has had it and he literally just, what, Super Saiyans it up? Ghost Riders it up? The, the flames of hell? so Superman God mode, it was not even funny. And, um... 
And it was just like, look at the illustration. I, guys, you got, please, guys. I know if, if you're listening to this, then you probably have read it. But if you haven't read it, please then you definitely it. have to read it. Because this, look at, you got, you have Punisher Police. Yeah, you know, Punisher, has, Punisher Patrol. Uh, Thanos has cops, militant cops in the city. Uh, look, look at that specific panel, right, right hand, bottom right hand corner. Okay. Tell me that's not James Brolin. I was about to say John, uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, sorry, James yeah. is his father. Yeah. Tell me that's not Josh Brolin's fucking face. It looks a lot like Josh. It Brolin's looks face. a lot he, like those are the eyes I'm talking about, though. You see, they've always been depicted. Yeah, as no, these blue, those these those blue, eyes were um, definitely in Guardians of the Galaxy. But the way he's like, the way he's like screaming. All I see in that panel is when he's like, it would have been a waste of parts. Yes, yes. And so they're attacking each other. Um, and they're having the kind of a heartfelt discussion because Thanos is like, I can't believe you're doing this to me. I did all this for you. And Frank's like, stop saying that. I don't love you. I try to stop you from becoming a murderer and you're just a murderer again. Um, he's and- like, I have a family. I have, I have an Look uncle. Look at that splash phrase, though. He's like, I have a father. His name was Ben Parker. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I have a family. They died. There's Nothing's going to change that. Like, yeah, was... he's like, do you have any idea how much I hold back to not destroy worlds as I walk? That I try was to change. Crazy. I try to change you to change this. Please, Father, you are not my son. My children are dead. And there's nothing you could, that could change that. Nothing. Boom. And he basically uh, leaves a naked Thanos smoldering. But when he said that, what he was just like, do you know how hard... How, hard it is for me to not just ooze power destroy worlds as i walk that is po- that that's my new line yeah man that's my new line and that that li- that line very much reminded me of the superman you know yes when i live yeah. i live in a world of cardboard and this is my one chance to, to let, let go yeah, that, oh my that god definitely gave that me. was when i felt that is when i legit fell in love with superman yeah when he just did that one monologue where he's like you know i'm always living in a world of cardboard Trying to be careful not to break things, you know, and stuff like that. But now, now it's time to let loose a little bit. And yeah. he murked Darkseid. Murked them. And so, um, look at look at that smiling he basically, face. Because he basically does the, all, all that for a drop of blood. Like, even when he lets loose, Thanos is still alive. Smoldering, but still alive. And um, he's like, oh, is that the best you got? And he goes, no, I'm going to give you one more thing. Penance. He's like, oh, that penance there thing? That you're talking no. about, and he was like, "What? He's like, what? That's the best you got? Like, like, um, unlike you, Thanos is not. Face. He said, unlike you, Thanos is not burdened by regret." And he goes, "I never said anything about a stare, boy. I said penance, and penance he just, is punishment. Yeah, he just unleashes cosmic hellfire. That literally cosmic hellfire. It's that the, oh my that God. destroys uh Thanos. Does he hold it? Like he's holding him." <laughs> He, he ripped off his, his skull. Destroyed, it destroys all the muscle tissue, skin, all of that. Thanos. It's like to be or not to be. He grabs the skull and smashes it in his own. Um, he crushes his skull in the his palm own, of his, his hand. hand, and um, he meets a uh, hope summers from the future because we also find out that this is where the this is the same future that that cable came from. That cable, the one that's like Deadpool yeah, two that we he, know where his. No, no, the cable. That came to uh, with oh, the guardians. This is the future where the guardians' cable came from. Yes, and so Hope is his daughter. Yeah, and that, that, that she's also part of the resistance because older Punisher Thanos knows of the of the re- rebels <laughs> that live in the town with, that are led by Cable and the going back in time and stuff like that. He knows of them, and so Hope is like, "Have you seen Cable?" He's like, "Oh no, don't worry about Cable." And she gives him a time traveling device unknowingly. And so, using the time travel device... It's like, when you see him, can you give this to him? It's like, oh, yeah, um, I'm going to use this real quick. Using the time travel device, uh, he goes and he 
Baby Thanos already understands. I, don't, I think he should have just left Baby Thanos with with non-violent Frank. But I think he's at the point where that's always going. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always, always gonna, somehow. Oh, because yeah, because that baby gonna, Thanos was still a little uh, like not bad guy, but he was very like abrasive yeah. and quick to prone and anger out. And he would still be living in a world where that city is that city. Oh yeah. So who knows what happens from that? Does he get? Does he get? Well, inspired? you can do the Lion King thing where I see everything beyond the shadow place. That's yeah. we don't go there. But he, what if he gets inspired? He's like, that was me. I could get to those heights. I want to be a ruler. You understand? Like he, this yeah, just goes back goes to back. just fate being a straight line. That's what I'm saying. Line. It always goes back to that, and I think he he realized that, and he was like, "Nah, screw it," and um, it hurt him because that meant leaving the Frank Castle that never has to see his family die behind, and and closing that timeline. Yep, at least he got to see sad. his wife. That was a bit of a sad exchange where um, she he's like, "What's gonna happen to this timeline? It's gonna die, isn't it?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, it is." He's like, "You're taking me back, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking you back. Yeah, look at that. St- oh man, Yo, she knew. She there. knew. Yeah, she knew. T- he doesn't matter if he had a beard, wrinkly skin, and long hair. She just knew that that was her husband. Yeah. But like I said, like he said, you know, he says, "I thought that, that maybe if I went back and fixed all the worst uh, things to happen, um, it would mean that there'd be hope for him too." Um, he just wants to basically have. He wanted redemption. He wanted the same redemption that he wanted to give Thanos. Yeah. And by not being able to give that to Thanos, he feels like maybe he's not worth it anyway. That's a real, you know, that's real stuff sometimes, you know. Because he uh, couldn't do what How he... often do we put our own personal value in something that we try to accomplish? And when we do not accomplish that, then our value goes down. Yeah. Because we try to... This was going to be the representation. For you with your T-shirt. Yeah. With your with your uh, we we uh survived the age of Ultron. And yeah, 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 yeah. Like when your T-shirt got taken down, you yeah, were destroyed. I can't because it, it cuts you it cuts you at the at the knees was, and it makes you. I'm wonder. not gonna lie, he was distraught for a couple of days about yeah. it, and I felt bad that you were distraught about it. I it, it was a good shirt, but they it, it's the same thing. Like they they cut you off at the knees and you. But now you worry. Have, now people have exclusives out there. Oh yeah, they were, out there. you can right. never find that shirt ever. Oh no. Yes. Anyone who got those Avengers. Uh, t-shirts made by comic book like you guys yeah you have a a exclusive um piece of merchandise limited there. series and the thing <laughs> is and the same thing like i wouldn't i do not regret making the shirt and i'm pretty sure frank has no regrets but it he is really trying to wager what he is worth in this world and if he can't even stop somebody like thanos and if he's always going to become the merchant of death that he is does he deserve any kind of redemption at this point and those are all deep uh, things to think about but we ultimately find out um, as you were alluding to earlier, that um, he puts Baby Thanos back to sleep, and we find out because as he tries to walk out, he bumps into Death, old lady Death, old love interest of Thanos. And she's and like, she, "Thanks, for, thanks for teaching him how to kill." And she's, and he, she's basically like, "Yeah, this happens all the time. <laughs> Damn it! This Frank. is in every this is in every timeline. You teach him how to kill. You come, yeah, you come, you take him. I hope that stays content. I hope that stays canon. I mean, I hope so that you, stays you, canon. You come, you take him." You bring him back, and in that time that you take him, you bring him back. He sees you murder <laughs> countless people, and, and that's he murdered why, himself. He yeah. did murder and himself. that's how he become. He learns how to kill through you. So thanks for doing that because that's what this always is. And oh, Frank please says, "Can like, Marvel, please?" And so Frank is like, you know, like he's like he said, "Oh crap" or whatever. And he's like, "Can can I ask you something, whatever?" And he's like, "Can we really not change anything? Are we really?" susceptible to this and she's like there's people that can change but if once i mark you that's as the problem of death, with that you're fated to serve me yeah you know? so not only are you friend zoning him yeah but you thanos didn't even get a chance to live in a sense yeah. if you really think of it 
Thanos never had a chance. He never had the opportunity. Yeah. Because the second he was born, death imprinted on him yes. to always be this mad titan. Doesn't matter of the infinite ti- timeline, Thanos will always be a bad guy. And we kind of there was a little bit of an inkling of that because he has a lot. He has basically a murder boner even at a three as a three year old. Right, like no, he, when he attacked Frank out of nowhere, he's yeah. bloodthirsty. So yeah, this he was kind of always fated to be that it's way. It's like Morty raising Gazorpazorp. How do you how do you feel about that? Does that make um, Thanos any more or, or less realistic? Some people it actually makes Thanos more uh, sympathetic to me. Because I argue about this with the Joker. Should the Joker be sympathetic, or should he be this cartoonish, always evil, there's no changing him kind of person? No. Or do no, you no, believe no. that that's a cartoonish idea? That do you is, believe that there's actual yeah. people in the world that are unchangeable? What's the, your idea on redemption? The Joker, I think the Joker, when it comes down to does he have to be this way because of his past trauma? No. He didn't have to. Okay, you lost your kid and you lost your wife and you're a failed comic book. And Maybe you don't have to go down this route. Yeah. You know, you can do something else. It may not be what you want to do, but sometimes what you want to do and what you're meant to do are not mutually exclusive. So I don't I, I have no sympathy for the Joker as much as I love the Joker. There is no redemption for him. There is no reason why he's crazy. You can't say that he was a war. He's not justified in any of his Yeah, actions. no, he, he's, he was always like that. Yeah. He was always like that. Yeah. But Thanos, on the other hand, Thanos never had a chance to make that decision. The Joker had that chance to make that decision. Okay. Thanos didn't. Yeah. The second Thanos was born, death imprinted her will so on which, him. So which do you think makes for the more evil villain? Joker. The one destined to be evil forever, the one who makes the choice to be evil forever. The one who Joker. makes the choice because yeah, it's an interesting because it's an interesting like a, thought process because it's, it's it's free will versus destiny and fate. Yeah, Joker is choosing to kill. All right, perfect example. But Batman it also returns. depends. But it also depends on whether or not you believe in either one. Because if I don't believe in free will, then I would believe that Joker is always destined to make the choice. And if I don't believe in fate, I believe that everything Thanos is doing is his free will that would lead him to the same path. Well, look at Dark Knight fate. Returns. Yeah, for twenty years, Joker didn't kill. Right. He wasn't evil. He had no no reason to be. He oh, had no oh, right. no motivation. Yeah. He when Batman came back, he chose to do that. To come back. And yeah. Be what his what if it was just we could play hypotheticals all day and say that what if Joker was actually sleeping during the time that the news broadcast came out that joke that the Batman came out. Yeah. Now Joker would have never have known that Batman returned and he would still be where he was. Yeah, Joker is kind of the answer to Batman, whereas Thanos is, I guess, the answer to the universe? In a like sense, he, yeah. He is what will challenge no, everybody. We've seen who here t- that no matter what anybody has tried to do, Thanos He's is going to balance. be... He's that balance. Yeah. He's the evil side to the he light. He tips the pendulum yeah, every he, time. He is meant to be that evil side of the light, and his obsession with death uh, puts him squarely in now that it makes more sense ring. why yeah. he's obsessed with death. It's like, oh my god. She, he brings the balance, She yeah. friend-zoned him so hard. But, um... Frank says, you know, the comic basically closes with him saying, I don't know if there's redemption out there for something like me. Uh, well, I don't know if I deserve it out there if it was. But honestly, um, screw it. <laughs> Only one way to find out. And that's basically how the comic starts with Thanos. You know, his idea that there's only one, one way to find up, out. Oh, I want to pick up Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy, of the Galaxy with, with, uh, with Cosmic, uh, Ghost, Cosmic Ghost, Rider. Ghost Rider. I definitely yeah. want to pick that up myself. And so... Yeah, you know, like I said, this battle for redemption, this idea of whether or not he's worth a damn because of the choices that he's made in his life, um, and whether or not I Thanos he is, is worth a damn. Yeah. As much as the road to hell is paved in, with good intentions, and you see that the road to their literal, the worst timeline in all of Marvel was paved with Frank's good intentions, he still 
did more than anybody else did, and he tried. Yeah. Because, he like, you even, look what he, when he first did, is he came back to kill the baby. Yeah. That's what he wanted to do. That was his idea. Why didn't nobody in the entire universe come back to kill this baby in his crib? And then when he came there to do it, he couldn't. So the fact that he couldn't kill a baby shows that he's still a good guy. Yeah. Even if he I was going to act you that because he does. He has also murdered a ton of people. Where do you sit on that? But that also falls into a lot of those yeah, anti-heroes. He, yeah, right? but he doesn't mu- murder it's, But innocent. it's the Wolverine. It's the Wolverine situation. It's, yeah. the, it's the OG Frank Castle situation. It's the Ghost Rider situation. Uh, what do you? What do you? How, what is your line on on a hero in, and villain uh, and murder? And it when that when that becomes a but Batman's um, little archaic rule of no killing has killed more innocent people. Well, you see, you put- see what happens when you kind of have that gray here uh, when he says, "Don't kill them, but don't save them." Yeah, that's what creates this pun- penance. And they uh, and now you have literally. Uh, Hundreds upon hundreds of super of superheroes that are morphed together in different ways, yeah. trying to stop Thanos, and they still can't. Yeah, because no matter what, Thanos is always going to be over. Like I don't want to say overpowered. I feel like when someone calls something overpowered, it's like it's, call, it's like an insult. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like an insult corny, to yeah. them. Yeah. but superpowered in a yeah. sense. Like Thanos is strong. Yes, he is. He is strong, and we saw in Thanos wins that he is just ripping apart. Bodies flying a viscera. There was just no stopping Thanos. Yeah. He seemingly won and destroyed all of life in all possibilities of realms. Yeah. So uh, it's oh man. So to build for these people to just try and <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting over Juggernaut with a duck bill. Oh, I yeah. can't. Cause I'm trying. I'm trying to find what I want to say, but I just have a, that picture of Dan. What, of what, him what with I want to say bill. is I think Cosmic Ghost Rider is one of the most unique and one of I'm um and I'm pretty sure people can can. You know, make lines and say it's derivative of Look Deadpool a, or say a, a it's derivative. A conversation of free will and fate over yeah. a, a one-off five-issue series. A five-issue miniseries uh, based around Cosmic Ghost Rider, a bonkers kind of premise. But that people might find derivative because, you know, it's bits of Ghost Rider, it's bits of Deadpool, it's bits of Punisher. But I actually think it's refreshing. I, I, I think it was yeah, no, it a really cool is kind refreshing. of character. Especially when you mix characters together. I read a long time ago. I'm, I, don't know, I don't know if you want to recover it uh, sooner or later, but uh, yeah. Marvel versus DC. Where like the, oh um that was actually on the schedule but yeah I can where those two the two brothers both left and right yeah the grandmaster and um well no it was the grandmaster from Marvel and it was Kronos from DC yeah and they're supposed to be like the, they're like the opposite sides of the same yeah coin. and they they so trying they to had bet a, a contest and yeah. they had to get the their bet was they had to get like secret like artifacts from they had to get artifacts from each other's world so like they had to get the gaunt the Infinity Gauntlet but they also had to get um, I don't know, Doctor Fate's helmet, and then they had to get Diabagamato, but they had to get um, like the Spear the of Destiny, Watchtower, or whatever yeah. yeah. And so, um, that's really cool. What's funny about that is in that comic, uh, Darkseid picks up the Infinity Gauntlet, and it's like this big moment in the panels, like you, the way they show it, him putting it on, whatever, and then he snaps his fingers, but it doesn't work in DC's universe because it's not from that reality. Oh, I don't even want to know what he did in yeah, Marvel's he, reality. He just snapped, and it was like, and he's like, oh, and he just took the glove off and threw it. <laughs> and what, I, what, what the reason why I bring it up is because um what I liked after all the fighting happened yeah at the end of it that we got these issues where these characters were morphed to get both DC and Marvel oh, were yeah, morphed I'm, together I'm, I'm characters yeah, yeah where, where where you got Doctor Strange fate and when he takes off that helmet it's Xavier it's, it just feed, it just feeds on the imagination Lobo imagination, Lobo mixed right? with Wolverine a lot of these characters that we see a lot of the actual legit comic book characters that we see are mashups right are people's like version like 
Deadpool, like Deadpool's but I, but Deadpool is ultimately like a Spider-Man slash Wolverine. Oh yeah, oh that's what I mean, like you know what I'm saying? Of, their, of his world. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, like a lot of these comic book characters really are legitimately mashups of other comic book characters. So when you get to the, the outlandish ones, like the Amalgam, like where you get to Dark Claw, which is Wolverine and, and Batman together and stuff like that, uh, it gets kind of cool. Um, but Cosmic Ghost Rider, man, I, I really, really like what they're doing there. And he doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon, which is also exciting. So hopefully, oh, are they, like, they're, we'll they're, like that character is has been yeah, in different issues. Yeah, he's 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 sticking around. So I'm gonna try to follow him and see what he's I'm going, going to next. definitely follow. Even if we don't cover it, I'm just gonna follow him for the simple fact of you sold me on a character. It is literally the Punisher with all of his consciousness, his morals, his integrity. But with the power of literally being able to punish God-like anyone, power. limitless godlike power, He's, bananas. Oh my I, I god! Po- power from the cosmos and from hell, from space and science. I mean, from science and magic, Re- religion, science and religion. Be, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, magic, and magic, kind religion, of, yeah, science. Yeah. All, all little, you know, bits don't and at, pieces. Don't at me. But yeah, it's no, all. Like, it's thing. literally just a uh, cosmic ghost writer is a donut, just a nice. You know, fluffy donut, and just every single piece of power and ability that he has sprinkles is just different sprinkles on that donut. Yep, and then they fill it with the power cosmic, and then that's, that's the it. icing. And, yeah, that's the icing right and, in the middle. And, yes, yes, and it makes a very delicious treat. But I'm gonna try to follow that character, and the only way that you guys are gonna find out whether or not we follow those characters is by following us on the Major yes, Issue Podcast. Yes, we are getting bigger and bigger every day, and we have so many. Things that are, that are gonna come to light soon, you know. The, the chickens are coming home to ruse. Yes, yes. In very good ways, very big ways. Yes, I'm we are so fi- proud we're of filling this. up our schedules. You know, San Diego Comic Con is not too far away. New York Comic Con this year as well. So we're gonna, you know, the Dark some, Phoenix is coming. Spider-Man. Far from Home, home is coming. Far from Home is know? coming as well. Um, the Joker will be in the fall. Um, we're trying. We're also trying to get into several different avenues that uh, we won't speak about right now, but just be excited for them. But first and foremost, if you're listening to any of this, I want to give a sincere thank you for uh, downloading, listening to this, uh, regardless of where you're hearing it from. Um, you give us the uh, drive to do this and, and, and be creative and have our unique voices out here uh, uh, talking about uh, some of these great things. And uh, we want to thank you for doing so. And we would love to hear from you guys. Yeah. I know I, know I say it all the time. I might sound like you know a broken record. But it's just we are so enthusiastic about hearing what kind of opinions. Yeah, and you have. what ideas you guys have. You guys read Cosmic Ghost Rider. What other kind of one shot or mini series would you guys like to see us cover? Yeah, um, from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse. Anything. You know, Marvel, DC, Dark Horse image. We we can do it all. We can do it all. And um, we're trying to do it all. But we what we're doing it on behalf of you guys. The numbers have been fantastic across all of our social media platforms. Thank you guys so keep... for all of your likes for our on our Instagram picture. I want to give this shout out specifically yeah. to the to one of our pictures on Instagram because we're it's at doing like 15,000 well. likes. Yeah, it's and doing quite well. You guys are amazing. Um, yeah, so if you haven't followed us on social media, you can do so by going to facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. I'm at Major Issues CBC, or we all are. That's where we spread a lot of the news of this podcast, share those uh, memes, and comic book news in general, like the casting of Robert Pattinson as uh, Batman. Um, but I heard it was down to him and Nicholas Holt. Yes, I think people are still saying that the jury's out on that, but I, I think it's I pretty much I feel about Nicholas Holt. Not that I don't like his acting. Got the I height. Do. He's got the chin. Bone. It's he looks skinny. Any skinnier than Robert Pattinson? I think he, no. Have you seen the picture of Robert Pattinson how he looks now? Yeah, he he like an eight pack. He, yeah, his arms are looking nice. They both have a, a particular bone structure. Um, but yeah, 
thank you guys. Um, as far as the podcast is concerned, you can literally find this podcast. If if you found this podcast, I'm happy that you did. But if you want to find our whole catalog, you can go to um, wherever podcasts are found. Yeah, man, we're, we're primarily the on the, the auto search. Yeah, I actually looked at it. We're the third one to come up in the autocomplete. So if you type in major issues, it'll be like major issues, world news, major issues. Then you see major issues yeah, podcast. Yeah, major issues podcast. If you Google major issues podcast, you'll find us. Our primary... I, I, our primary hosting site is podbean.com. And so sometimes you'll be propped into uh, download the Podbean app. But if you're not savvy with all that kind of stuff, we are literally wherever podcasts are found. If you have an iPhone, you already have a podcast app pre-installed. So you can just search and for us And if you don't even want to listen to like the podcast apps, go to YouTube. Yeah, we're Comic on YouTube. Book, click on YouTube. We're on Google Play. We're on, oh, uh, yes, that's right. We're guys. on Google. We're on Google. We're on Google. We're on you, uh, YouTube, Google Play. We're on Spotify as well. Um, Tune Find, yeah, now? we're on Spotify. We're on Tune Find. Um, we are out there. So come listen to us. Get at us. I've been to the future, and you guys help us become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic book and comic book media. So keep it up. We're gonna be here every single week. So make sure every that you Wednesday, guys, guys are. Um, and we're happy to do so. And hopefully, then we'll be here doing more comics. I definitely actually. This was a nice little like a like a introduction to how it would be to cover comics. Are you and you're in on the next one, right? Are we next week? I think we'll be covering. Ooh, we are covering. We're going to be exploring. Exploring. Yes, the X Men universe of films, the Fox X Men universe of films. Dark Phoenix is around the corner, and before we review that, we're going to go and take a nostalgic trip through the uh, uh, annals of history that is the X Men, uh, the X Men cinematic universe. I guess you can call it. Uh, it really was films. a cinematic universe in a sense. Yeah, it's about ten, ten or some odd films at this point, and uh, it's. It's been a hell of a journey. So join us with that. Uh, write us in. We'll, we'll have a bunch of posts all over Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter talking about um, the X-Men uh, films this week. So try to get in on that. And uh, if you guys can get your opinions in, you can also write them at comboclick. I mean, sorry, comboclick at gmail.com. All those links are in the show notes, by the way. If you look at the description for this episode, all those links are there. How to get shirts from tpublic.com. How to email us at comboclick at gmail.com and fo- follow us on all of our social do it. media sites. Do it. Yes, please do that. I swear, you guys, you guys don't know. This guy says this stuff in his sleep. <laughs> he just dreams of it. Like, oh, the latest, latest. It is, it is. And I've been dreaming of this. And thank you guys for uh, helping you a dream guys come made true. all of this possible. It, we, we would not have gone, gotten as, I would say with our confidence in ourselves. We wouldn't have as much confidence in ourselves if you guys were, didn't give us all these listens and downloads and yes. likes. We're, we're, and that's another thing. That thank you for reminding me. The very last thing. After liking, sharing, and subscribing this show, after telling a friend to tell a friend, after spreading the gospel that is Major Issues Podcast, after you guys have done all that, or if all that is too much to do, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the quickest way for other listeners to find us. They'll be looking for uh, the next podcast, talking about comics, talking about movies, talking about comic book television shows. And uh, you guys rating us five stars will not only let us know that you like what we're doing, uh, and help us grow as podcasters, but it'll help other people find us and make the community grow. And that's what we're all here for, to help the click grow. You guys are in this with us and are the other side of the table commenting on all these things that we're choosing to comment on. You love Thank comics. You, you yes. love comic book movies. You love comic book TV. So join us. That's it, baby. Come down to our conversation. Listen to us talk to you, because that's what we're doing. We're not just talking to ourselves. We're talking to you, the people. And we're talking with you. And so make with sure, you, yeah, and the so people. make sure, and so make sure that you are here next week where we explore those X Men films. But my name is George Serrano, aka the Don. I'm Dan the Comic Man, and this has been our Cosmic Ghost Rider. I guess you can call it a recap and review. 
I remember yeah, recap and review. Oh, uh, you you're recapping it. I'm reviewing it. I there guess. you go. I remember whether or not you believe in free will and the and the ability to make choices and change your fate, or whether or not you believe fate is a steady stream which is unchangeable, harsh, and uh, and, and unpredictable. Or whether or not you just think Cosmic Ghost Rider is a badass, which I personally believe. Definitely badass. <laughs> uh, which I personally believe. Damn it, Frank. Damn it, Frank. What What have you done now? <laughs> Regardless, if you're any of those things, remember that you are the click, we are the click, and you, yes, you, are worth it.